We're going to get started in just a minute. But before we do, I want to talk to you about Anchor by Spotify. It is the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. This is what I use for my podcast, and it is fantastic. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. of the March or Die podcast. Once again, so glad to have you joining me today. And uh, today I want to share with you a thought. I typically develop an idea and I'll give three or four points, some things that you can use in your life to move forward when the world around you seems to be falling apart. That's what we talk about here. But today I just want to give you a thought. Uh, Before we jump into that though, if you are watching on YouTube, thank you for doing that. If you have not yet subscribed, please subscribe. If you have not After subscribing, hit the notification bell. Go ahead and do that. That would be awesome. That lets you know when more content comes online. You can also share this out to someone who may be helped by it, and uh, I would appreciate that. If you're not watching on YouTube and you are instead listening to the podcast, thank you for doing that. And for those of you that are not aware, this is on just about every platform you can find a podcast, and uh, I appreciate you listening there. Take some time when you're done listening to this to go over to the YouTube channel You can go to YouTube, search for my name, Jeremy Stonlecker, and you'll find it there. And uh, I would love to share some of that other content with you as well. But if you're listening to the podcast, make sure you subscribe to this show, to this podcast, so that when new episodes do come on, you're able to get them right away. I do my very, very best. Sometimes I fail, but I do my very best to push out a new episode every Saturday morning. And uh, I would love for you to get that as soon as it comes out. Again, share that with folks who you may think, Uh, who you think may, think may be helped. And that would be awesome. And uh, again, this is the podcast where I do my best every week to talk about how to move forward when the world around you seems to be falling apart. The reality is we all find ourselves in battles. We find ourselves in difficulties, whether it's on a very personal level, perhaps in our own relationships or uh, our work situation, something very personal to us. Uh, or in a much larger sense, we could talk nationally, we could talk globally. There's always something going on. And when we're faced with those situations, again, sometimes it seems like our world is falling apart, we have to decide what we're going to do. Are we going to move forward? Are we going to fight the enemy in front of us? Or are we going to shrink back, fall back, give up, and in a sense, die? Now, death comes in a lot of different ways. There are those who die physically, those who even decide to take their lives. That's not what I'm talking about here. What I'm talking about are those who are spiritually or relationally or emotionally dead because they've given up. They've stopped moving forward. 
Now, every week, I try to give you some, some thoughts, some ideas on how to move forward in the face of battles, and we'll do that again. But today, I want to speak at a, maybe a little bit of a higher level. Uh, I remember when I was in the Marine Corps and I was training, all of the time we were training. We were training this scenario and that scenario, this situation and that situation, and what if this happens, and what do we do here and there, and sometimes training can get repetitive and boring, sometimes it's exciting, but not always. But in the back of our minds, when we're training, we're training for war. We're preparing for war. That's why we're doing all of these things. Now, there are those who would serve in the military and many who could serve an entire career of 20 years or more in the military and never go to war. They've spent an entire lifetime training, but never in a real-life scenario gotten to apply what they learned. Now, our country's been at war for the last uh, 20 years or so, and so most of the folks who have served have any length of time, uh, have gone to war. But, but it's possible. It's possible to train and never do the thing you're training for. Uh, I've heard men and women who went to combat after training in the Marine Corps and the military for a long time uh, say something like this, uh, going to war, going into combat was like having been on the bench for a while of the football team, <laughs> practiced running plays for a while after that. Finally, I was put in the game. We were finally put in the game, and that's exactly what it's like. When you serve in the military, particularly in the infantry community that I come from, going into combat is your opportunity to finally get into the game. We can say it like this. This is the moment you have been preparing for. In a very real sense, life is exactly like that. We're born we live as we learn and grow. Eventually, we get to an age, and that's different for all of us. Maybe it's a stage, not so much an age, where we go out and live the life that we have been pursuing. We've been training. We've been learning. We've been gaining education and experience, doing different things so that we could work a job or have a family, so that we could make our way in the world. We train so that we can do the thing that we've been training to do. I want to say this. With all of that in mind, there are folks in the military who've trained for a large portion of their life to go into combat that when they find themselves in combat, act surprised that it's happening. <laughs> As a small unit leader, I would come into contact with some of these folks, and, and most are not that way, but you, you encounter them once in a while, and, and you say something like this, what did you think was going to happen? What did you think we were preparing for? This is what we were preparing for. So it is in life. You're born, you learn, you grow, you develop uh, all of these things I just mentioned, and you find yourself in a relational battle. Things are happening in your close relationships that you didn't anticipate, you didn't see coming. You find yourself in a fight. Uh, other situations, maybe it's a work situation, maybe it's a, uh, something that's happening in the world. There's stuff going on that you didn't see. You find yourself now in a battle. For so many of us now, we're looking at a cultural battle, a cultural uh, war even in front of us. We're going to have to fight some fights and make some decisions. These are things we're going to have to do. But what we must always remember, <laughs> we have to always keep in mind that this is what we've been preparing for. In a very real sense, as humans, we're born for war. 
We're born for conflict. We are born so that we can encounter difficulty and then, having encountered it, overcome it. In the Bible, a guy by the name of Peter, you may be familiar with him, uh, he was one of Jesus' disciples, one of his most uh, vocal and outspoken disciples, but also the guy that when push came to shove, when Jesus was being uh, carted off to be crucified, Peter was the guy who said, I don't know him. (laughs) After that experience, he came around and he was used greatly in the first century to establish churches and teach others about Jesus, the one that he had denied. Uh, He was a man who led a movement. He writes to some folks, Christian people, people who are in a cultural situation that was very difficult. People, in fact, who are being persecuted for their faith and uh, getting ready to come into a century where there would be tremendous persecution for the faith. He says this in the book of 1 Peter chapter 4 and verse 12, Beloved, think it not strange concerning the fiery trial which is to try you, as though some strange thing happened unto you. <laughs> Isn't that a great verse? He said, hey guys, he calls them beloved. That means they're Christians like him. They would believe the same things that he believed. He said, guys, don't think it's strange when trials come. As though something strange happened to you. When the battles of life come into your life, don't think that something unusual is happening. He was explaining to them that they were born for moments like this. That they had been preparing for moments like this. The next verse right down from from verse number 12 is 13, of course. But rejoice, he said. Inasmuch as you are partakers of Christ's sufferings, that when his glory shall be revealed, you may also with exceeding joy. You may be glad also with exceeding joy. Here's what he's saying. Guys, this stuff that's happening, the trials, the difficulties, the battles, that's what's supposed to happen. In fact, this is exactly what happened in the life of Jesus, who we follow. And if it happened to Jesus, then we should rejoice that it would happen to us also. Elsewhere, the Bible talks about us being in a spiritual warfare. We know, again, in a biblically historical sense, from the beginning of time, as man rebelled against God, sinned against God, there's been a spiritual war taking place. That's why Jesus came, to give us as individuals victory. That's why God eventually will reestablish peace, defeating the enemy. But between those two ends, when it started and when it will finally complete, we're in a war. We need to understand that. And so much of the time, I think our inability, our lack of ability, our lack of desire even, our fear when we should be courageous, comes from not understanding that this is what we were born to do. It doesn't mean we have to love war. It doesn't mean we have to love the fight. It doesn't mean we have to enjoy any of it. But when it happens, when it confronts us, these very real enemies that will do their best to prevent us from moving forward in a much larger sense, to prevent us from fully being what God has created us to be. When these enemies present themselves, when we find ourselves in these battles, we may have to take a moment to step back and utilize many of the other tools we've talked about over the last many, many weeks. But we must always also remember that this is why you were born. You know who does well in battle? The warrior, 
who understands, finally, I get to do what I trained to do. Let me bring it down to where we live for just a minute. In your relationships, maybe a husband and a wife, maybe it's parents to children, in those relationships there will be friction. That friction can turn into conflict. That conflict can turn into all-out war. And the people who do well in that environment, who are able to navigate their way through, to put one foot in front of the other, as we so often talk about, are people that understand, all right, this is how it is. This is what happens. We need to figure this out. Deal with the enemy, whatever that enemy is. Maybe it's a bad attitude. Maybe it's a difficult life situation, some bad decisions that were made. Maybe it's something that was said that shouldn't have been or something done that should not have been done. We need to deal with those things so that we can get to the objective, get to the other side, reconcile the relationship, move forward together. We could take that and apply it to every area of our lives. We look at a culture that seems to be out of control. We don't have to like it. We don't even have to accept it as okay. But we can step back and take some peace in knowing this is why we're here. To see it, to understand it, to engage with it, and to defeat the very real enemy that stands in front of us. We were born for war. That can be an overwhelming thought or it can be an extremely liberating thought. Because if we live our lives hoping only for peace, when the difficulty comes, we're going to go, what happened? And Peter would say, This isn't strange. (laughs) This is normal. So, to you I say this. Something that I have to learn and something that I have to relearn and remember all of the time. The battles are normal. The fights are normal. The friction, the difficulty, it's normal. We were born for this. Understanding that, fight well. Remember, this is the phrase we use all of the time, and it's the phrase from which the name of this podcast was taken. When in life the battles come and the enemy presents himself, when it seems like our world is falling apart, we only have two options. We can stay where we are and die, give up, (laughs) coast, breathing perhaps, but living uh, really ineffective, mediocre lives. Or we can acknowledge there's an enemy there, rest in the fact that this is what we've been training for, put one foot in front of the other, and march. What are you going to (laughs) do? What are you going to do? Will you march or will you die? The choice and the battles of life that will inevitably come is always yours.
Everyone wants to change the world. Capital Ministries is doing just that, one heart at a time by creating disciples of Jesus Christ among political leaders in the U.S. and foreign nations. For more than 25 years, founder Ralph Drawlinger has written Bible studies specifically for public servants. Study along with us and learn what the Bible says about capitalism, communism, abortion, same-sex marriage, and other contemporary issues. Subscribe and follow us at lifeaudio.com or search Capital Ministries on your favorite podcast platform.